What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Set the Screen podcast. Uh, per usual, I'm joined by my host, Charlie, Charlie and Emmett. And today we're going to dive into a couple of topics regarding the NBA and uh, NFL. So, Charlie, yeah. you want to get us started with our uh, first topic? We are going to start in the NBA. It's been a pretty crazy week. The Cavs beat the Nets twice, twice. with um, the crazy game from Colin Sexton earlier in the week. And um, is, is, is Darius Garland playing? No, he has. He's been he, out. No, he just got yeah. back. He played. Uh, it's not bench anymore. It's just... Last night. Yeah, he hasn't really been playing. He he, he's only bench. played like seven games. Um, he, yeah, oh, yeah, he came off the bench for like uh, nineteen minutes last night. Yeah, but um. Let's talk about that the, those couple games this week from the Nets and the Lakers and teams like that. So I am pretty worried about this Nets team because mm-hmm. the defense is just, is just abysmal. It's Atrocious. awful. Because, They're missing Jared Allen like crazy. I know. Um, yeah. So the Cavs are the second worst. I think it might be fourth worst offense in the league, and they put up 147 points. I know it's double mm-hmm. overtime. But even before that, mm-hmm. it was still like 128 or something. So, yeah. I mean, what do you think the, is other than the defense? What do you think is another issue with the Nets team? Honestly, uh, they can score. I mean, they mm-hmm. put up 130 against you guys, too. But, I mean, I honestly think it's really just the defense. Um, this team, they can obviously score. It's very apparent. All three of those guys, all of those superstars, are not known for being the best defenders, really. Um, mm-hmm. but they're all like offensive masterminds. So um, I think they need to yeah. bring in some key defensive pieces off the bench. Like if they still had Jared mm-hmm. Allen or like, yeah. if they had like, even like Chris Dunn coming off the bench, like that'd be ridiculous. Oh my and gosh. That would help be nasty. The team a lot. But, uh, oh, that'd be awesome. They yeah. need some uh, bench defense for sure. Uh, even almost like they should get like a three and D kind of a guy. Maybe a guy like Iman Shumpert. Yeah. Joe Harris is a better defender. I mean, he'd be a lot more valuable. Yeah, I but mean, anyway, Joe Harris he's not, good. He's an awful defender. He's not the best like, defender. Yeah. He's like I Kyle Korver. He's one of those shooters that just yeah. can't play defense. He's can't. Yeah. He can't. I think there's, like, a couple of reasons going on with the Nets team, and, all, and a lot of these are fixable. Like, obviously, the most obvious one is um, defense. They're just – like, DeAndre Jordan is way past his prime. Like, he's catching oops well. I mean, he's, he's playing that he's role. He's tough to watch. Pick and roll. But, like, you put him on the floor against – I mean, like Jared Allen. Jared Allen had a game against – twice, back-to-back, like Charlie said. And also, I think part of it could be chemistry-wise because, like, like, you are adding Harden and, you know, Kyrie's been having his whole thing. And I think, like, some guys, you know, maybe a little mad that all of a sudden Kyrie's coming in, Harden's coming in, and, you know, it's kind of messing up the whole flow. Um, and then, you know, you still have Steve Nash, who is a rookie head coach. I mean, yeah, that's not that's not really fair to him just to have all this input. Yeah, I mean, it's really tough to have those three superstars trying to gel them all together in two games, and you're not playing a bad team. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, the Cavs, Cavs will be the mm-hmm. Cavs will be competitive. This isn't 2018 anymore, where the yes. year after LeBron left, where they're just getting blown out every game. We're, yeah, and they're like Tristan Thompson was like, we're still the somehow we're still the yeah, kings of the game. East. Like, what was he talking about? But yeah. um. This team, for me, the Cavs could be pushing for a nine to ten seed um, mm-hmm. in the play-in tournament because so far this year they're eight and seven, which is respectable. And Colin Sexton has already missed some time. He's been mm-hmm. he's played ten games and they've gone six and four in those games, and they had some nice yeah. wins against the Hawks and the Nets. 
So, um, yeah, I think you guys should watch out for the Cavs. And Jared Allen, um, like, he, yeah. he, and I think just once if they're able to um, deal Drummond at the deadline, which is which is what it looks like. I mean, you get another piece, um, maybe like a somebody you can give it to, to get yourself a bucket because Sexland or Sexland can always do that for you. Um, but I mean, what I mean, y'all and y'all three point shooting isn't too hot right now, it's, right? It's not great. Yeah, it's not very yeah. good. We should mm-hmm. definitely look for to trade him for just a pure score because the Cleveland yeah. defense is actually really good. Um, yeah. I think they're top five currently, mm-hmm. um, but the offense is bottom bottom ten. Which is weird yeah. because last year it was the opposite. The, t- the offense was pretty yeah. good, but the defense was awful. So, yeah, we're going to move on to Walker's team. Really quick, can we add something really fast? Really yeah, fast. of course, of course. Um, yeah, sure. I honestly think that um, – dude, dude, I don't – oh, this is going to be probably two trade deadlines back-to-back where Drummond will be dealed. He's dealed last trade <laughs> yeah. deadline yeah. from the Pistons to the Cavs, mm-hmm. and then – the Cavs should deal him, give Jared oh, Allen more playing time. Um, yeah. that, that contract is atrocious. He, he, and he's Terrible. a free agent. He's a free agent after this year. Is he? Yeah. 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 I, mean, I wonder where he'll sign. Because he took that player option. Think, it's just crazy oh, yeah. to think that, like, what? I mean, I mean, I mean, not just Emmett, but, like, all NBA fans are thinking, like, three years ago, I mean, Drummond's, like, an elite center, you know, top three, top five. Look at all the rebounding. But now watching him, I mean – I mean, Obviously, like he's still having a good season, but like he's having a, a fantastic I, season. He had season. a game Listen, where he I, had twenty six and twenty four. Yeah, I'd like to right. add. I think Drummond is a top five center in the NBA, and um, I know. Listen, Whoa. I know the game in the NBA. In the NBA, Whoa, no, wait, I'm not. not, not current, I'm, he's not top five in the NBA currently. Six, Jokic, seven, Jokic, Embiid, Gobert, Capella. Cat, 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 cat. You tell Capella's me you best watch yourself no. about cat, bro. No. Vucevic. Vucevic. Listen, no. Think... Oh, listen. Give me, give me Vucevic. Drummond, listen, dog. The give only me reason, Vucevic. the only reason he's ranked below these guys is because he doesn't have a three-point shot. And yeah, that's, the, that's the problem. If he, he had a three-point shot, listen. No, he. I mean, if you watched him play in Detroit, I know you guys didn't. He would set yeah, screens. Yeah, he was, was the Detroit. main ball handler for like part. No, like not really the yeah, main yeah, ball handler. Can, they yeah, would throw it to him. He would hold it. He would set a screen and like toss it to people. He would always yeah. get five assists, six assists. Oh my a game. gosh! Almost like any other basketball. I mean, five, five, almost five like six, more than Colin bro. Sexton. More than Colin. Sexton. Oh, I know. Colin like, Sexton does a pass, bro. So but, anyway. I think he's a good center. I think people. I think he's very underrated. He's a great rebounder. I think he's the best rebounder in the NBA. He's probably he's one of the greatest rebounders of all time. So. Yeah, that's not last. Yep. I mean, anyway, to be on that of, list. Speak, yeah, speaking of Capella, talking about the Hawks. That was about, crazy. Yeah, crazy. Capella with a um. So the first night he had, I believe, twenty four. It was twenty four rebounds, twenty seven points, um, a couple blocks, and then just last night he had fourteen points. Um, I don't know. I think seven, seventeen rebounds, maybe, and ten blocks. Oh, I think it was nineteen I mean, rebounds. Probably. I mean, yeah, I'll, just, I'll, I'll, I'm really, I'll fact check that. Yeah. I'm really happy to see Capella play well. Like, this is really like, if you watched any Hawks team last year, you know, this is what they needed. We like Dwayne Dedman, Alex Lynn in the paint. That was not working. And now having a guy like Clint Capella, who we stole, by the way, I think we gave up Evan that Turner. Was a, that was a, they, they fleeced him. We gave up Evan Turner, gave him a second round pick, which turned into Nico, um, Man, Nico Manninen, the guy for the Warriors, great player, by the way. 
and then we cut Chandler Parsons. I mean, that was a dub. Over the last four games, Capella has been averaging 22 points on 59% shooting, 19 rebounds, five and a half blocks, and one, 1. 1.3 steals. And last night, five he had and a half blocks. blocks. That's, crazy. Almost, that's almost six blocks. I'm just saying, bro. Yeah. And he was averaging he 22 and 19. Yeah. So he's averaging, yep. uh, he, uh, last night, he had 13 points, 19 rebounds, mm-hmm. and 10 blocks. 10. First Hawks to do it since Dikembe. Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous having 10 blocks in a game. Well, yeah, I mean. And Trey but, had finally bounced back after last night. I mean, Trey he had, had a great points, night. Right? Yeah, on good shooting. I think, which is I honestly, if I may add, I really do think um, – 10 blocks is more impressive than 50 points or 40 points. Like, I mean, I can't 10 blocks is ridiculous. Uh, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's definitely a lot more unheard of. It's more, more, more yes, unheard it's of. Yes, it's so much more oh, unheard yeah. of. I would rather see, like, I think that's cooler than Harden dropping 60. I mean, but we're so used to Harden yeah, dropping 60. Oh, yeah, because it depends so. how Harden scores 60. Yeah. If Harden shoots like 20 free throws, then yeah. Yeah. Well, you're, you're talking Mr. <laughs> Trey Young for saying, MVP. Yeah, Trey Young, it's like, it's fun. Trey Young's so funny to watch because, like, yeah, you get 43 points and you had seven turnovers last night. Yeah, so, I mean, it's it's the trade-off. But look, at, but you have to look at the plus-minus. It was plus fourteen. So when he's on the court, they're automatically better. Yeah, they that's are the big. Ba- that's the that's my favorite stat ever. That's I love that stat. Um, so what else? Uh, the Lakers had a nice win against the Bucks on Thursday night. Um, I think this game was more impressive for the Lakers than it was disappointing for the Bucks, because. Holding them to 106 is actually pretty nice for a top five offense. For mm-hmm. any, the Lakers defense will always be incredible, like it was last year. But um, yeah. LeBron showed that he is, uh, I mean, he's easily <laughs> the greatest player on the planet. Easily. LeBron James, I mean, greatest player I mean, yeah, of all time. It's a, I went really? 37. Yep, greatest player. I think player he's of all the time. greatest player of all time. Yes, but we don't, we're not going to talk no, about can, that right now. We can make this a whole episode in itself. We don't. Yeah. Oh yeah, we could. Be I could, whole episode. I could argue for three it. hours about that. It's I. It's almost slander to MJ. Like. No, it's not. It's just LeBron's too good. Listen, right. just because you want, to, just because you want to compliment one player doesn't mean you're taking anything away from the other. That's the thing about facts. It. Walker, plus, say it again for so the people just, at home. Say it again. Oh, it is. Oh you my can't, gosh. Just because you compliment one player doesn't mean you're taking away from another. Not to mention, it's two completely different eras. You put LeBron in the 80s, LeBron's going to do good at some things. He may do um, He's going to do worse at some things. And vice versa with MJ. Well, MJ like, doesn't like, fit. I mean, yeah. And you and you can say the same thing about Wilt Chamberlain now. Or not Wilt Chamberlain, but maybe like Bill Russell now. It's, just, it's hard. Exactly. So we're not going to get into the MJ-LeBron stuff right now. Um, so we're going to move on to the most impressive and disappointing teams through the first month of the NBA season. We hit the first month date. Yesterday, actually, since we started on December 22nd, and yeah. So, well, I'm going to start with my most impressive team in the East. Okay. It is going to be my Cavaliers. I'm going with my Cavaliers. Okay. They are 8-7, and seven, and they're fifth in the East. Colin Sexton has only played 10 games, like I said, and they're 6-4. and four. Um, The Cavs have also been missing Darius Garland, like we mentioned, and Kevin Love, who I always expect them to deal, but they still haven't dealt him in the last couple of years. I know. Um, That's what it feels like. I think the acquisition of Jared Allen showed how valuable of a player he is. Um, especially just looking how not even how good he looked for the Cavs, but how bad the Nets looked defensively, especially especially 
uh, in the paint because they couldn't guard anything in the paint. If you have Jeff Green as your big ending the uh, to end the game, I'm sorry. I mean, you saw what happened mm-hmm. last year with the Rockets yeah. that he can't end the game being center. Um, so I would love to see. Um, I would. I like to see them trade Javale McGee, maybe for to a contender for like a second round pick. Um, and then may, uh, I think they'll definitely dra- uh, uh, deal Drummond to maybe the Raptors, who definitely need a big. Maybe Drummond and Boucher could be the new Twin Towers in, in Toronto. Um, mm-hmm. And then the only disappointment I have with the Cavaliers was trading Kevin Porter Jr. I know he he has been going through some stuff. He's been doing some stuff. And, um, like, he threw the food at Torian Prince. He's on his J.R. Smith stuff. Um mm-hmm. He's really he's really continuing his legacy in Cleveland, um, uh, but they only got a second round pick for him, which is pretty. It's a protected second round pick too, so that's pretty disappointing in my opinion. Because um, mm-hmm. you have a guy who's six. He's I, I know he's only like six four, six five, and he's had like a small mm-hmm. power, small four power four, but he's only twenty years old, and he was looked really good in his rookie season. So I, I don't care what baggage quotes baggage whatever it is comes with him i mean he's super talented he's super young but um yeah i'm really I mean, impressed are you are you saying the same but would you say the same thing about Kyrie? Kyrie's different though <laughs> Kyrie's a superstar okay i mean that's true that's true uh let me i want to talk about kevin actually porter. i'm not mad at I Kyrie. Think he though. A, i'm not i'm not mad at him he is such kevin porter has such a good future but when you have someone doing that even once in your locker room they have to leave or it's going to show poor leadership allowing someone to throw food at someone else and then just a little slap on the wrist it's like no like if you throw food at your boss you're gonna get fired like torian prince is his boss i I never said if you throw food but you're like you're throwing food at a co-worker they're gonna fire you i'm working at a restaurant and i throw something at someone i will get fired uh it's fair i think um yeah, I, I think it's fair. I mean, he's a good player, and it's it's sad that he did that because he could have uh, continued to be good. Well, I think he well, fit perfectly with, with his team. He fit he perfectly. To, yeah, he could con- continue to develop, but uh, because of that, he can't because um, you can't keep a guy on the team that's doing stuff like that. So I totally agree with them getting rid of him, but I'm – I feel bad for the Cavs because they have to get rid of them because that shows yeah. poor leadership if they don't. So it does. So Emmett, who is your most impressed? Who are you most impressed with from the Eastern Conference this season so far? So far, um, I kind of like the Celtics. I would say the Celtics. We knew they would be good, but I don't think we knew they would be this good, and they've been really good. So I'll go with the Celtics. Jason and Tatum Celtics. and Jalen Brown have just been one of the best duos in the NBA this year. So Celtics are currently at eight and six in the uh, six. Sitting, sitting at fourth, but they have missed Jason Tatum for uh, about like uh, two yeah, weeks now, two weeks because of COVID. Yeah. Yep. And then Kemba Walker just recently came back. So they're still trying he to play good last night. In. He, uh, I feel they bad are, for, um, oh, what's his name? Shoot. The white guy. Uh, smart. Shoot. Marcus Smart. He's there. Yeah. Marcus Smart. Yeah. He's their point right now. Um, I feel bad for him. Uh, he's been playing good. I don't know if he'll lose his role. I hope they 
have some type of role for him there because he played 39 minutes last night. I checked it. Um, I think Mark Kispar is one of those guys, though, that, like, understand his role. And, like, I feel like he would be – I'm sure he wouldn't mind, you know, sitting having to take like minutes. If he joined, if he joined the Lakers and he played ten minutes, I think he would be completely fine with it. But he's one of those guys that's a good defender and a good scorer. That but he, I think he should be a starter on a team. So he is a starter, but in those ten minutes, yeah, you know he that he's going to get, yeah. he's going to give yeah. it all. He's you know, give it all. you know what you're going to get out of him. He's not he's, like he's not he's not saying, oh, I might get hurt yeah. or or um, I'm going to save my energy. He is just he's all out the whole time, which I respect a lot. So, yeah, the Celtics are currently on a three-game losing streak, but, of course, they're still integrating. Um, they also those, – two of those losses to the Sixers, and Joel Embiid is looking like an MVP candidate. So, it comes to slack. So, what about you, Walker? Who's your most impressive team from the East? Um, This is difficult. I feel like a lot of – it's just, I feel like one team hasn't really necessarily like stood out like crazy besides the Cavaliers, I think. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm probably going to go with the 76ers. It's just they're really polarizing. Like one game we're gonna be like, yeah, these are like serious contenders, and the next game we're talking about trade and beat or something. Exactly. But I mean, right now they're at the top of the East, eleven and five, I believe. Um, I mean, yeah, it's like they're playing well right now. It's just like I, I guarantee you, like at the end of the season, I could be saying they're the biggest disappointment. It's just they're one of those teams where they're polarizing, and you don't know how it's gonna be. Um, but yeah, I think right now being at the top of the East with um. Simmons and Embiid on the floor at the same time. I think that's, I think that's good. I think the biggest thing for them will always be the offense, the offensive issues, because um, of course they're going to have a great defense. If you have a guy like Joel Embiid uh, in the paint blocking all the shots and you have a guy on the perimeter like Ben Simmons, I think their defense will always be top of the league. And right now they're currently fifth in defensive efficiency, but looking at three pointers made, they are, 22nd so may i mean that's and they tough. and that's they tough. traded for some shooters so maybe you would like to mm-hmm. see i mean i think tobias harris needs to to step it up and, and I, he's I mean, been he, playing good i i know, I know but, talking about that he's playing amazing i don't know it not, i know it's but just, it's unfair about how big of a contract he got yeah contract, so like you, everyone's comparing him to his contract like if he didn't get that contract, like, yeah. you guys would be saying he was like an amazing player for them right now, and he is playing I, amazing. No, I wouldn't. But if you, he is playing I mean, amazing. Have you, like, watch I mean, his, watch his Sixers game. That. He's a big part of their offense. No, I'm not saying he's not a big part of their offense. I would just like to see him take uh, more of a step in the isolation role at the end of the games. You know, because in that the end of the games, yeah. it's like teams like Back the Bucks, he's their closer, and also. I mean, yeah, he's a closer, and I would like him to see uh, better three-point shooting from him. But I'm going to check his stats real quick. So you keep on talking, Walker. I think, like I said, it's just hard, like, towards the end of the game because, like, you can't give it to Simmons because, like, he's not going to be able to create a shot unless he's going to the basket. Can't give it to Embiid because he's a big man. And then, like, and then you'll get Tobias, but if Tobias isn't going to be able to take on the team's best defender, then who's the ball going to? And that, I mean, that was Actually, his role when he played half the season there. But, I mean, he doesn't you know, technically – well, he doesn't Tobias, have technically have the clutch gene, but uh, when he was with us, I mean, he was outstandingly good. I think. But how many games? How many games were you winning? How many games? Were you I mean, we. That's exactly. when we made the playoffs. We made the playoffs with him. Um, uh, but I think, looking at his stats, they are almost identical to last year. Exact points per game. Um, more more turnovers. Uh, and let me look efficiency. at shoot efficiency. Uh, let's look at. Three point percentage. It is up. Three point percentage is up, and field goal percentage is up. So that's good. 
Um, and let's see, fuel. Uh, yeah, so that's 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 not that bad, but it's literally identical. It's nine nineteen point six nineteen point six for the last two years. So, hello, hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah, I didn't here. hear anybody. Sorry, I didn't hear anybody. Yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. Um. So. Well, I'm going to go with my most disappointing team from the East. My most disappointing team is the Washington Wizards. Um, as much no. as I like to choose the Raptors, we've been talking about the Raptors a lot recently, um, but they've been slowly turning around. But the Wizards haven't played the last couple of weeks because of COVID issues. Um, but when you have a guy like Bradley Beal, who is averaging 35, 5, and 5, there's no excuse to lose all these games, especially when you have the amount of talent that they do. Um, obviously, it's gonna, it's always gonna be, it's the defensive issues. It's just, it's really, it's really tough watching their defense because it just drives the basket. And it's wide open every time. Mm-hmm. They have no, uh, no, um, no interior defense, especially because Thomas Bryant uh, tore his ACL. So. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm going to take you guys through the through the losses because they've had a lot of close losses. Mm-hmm. So we lost to the Sixers by six, seven mm-hmm. to the Magic, eight to the Bulls, three to the Bulls, five by mm-hmm. five to the Sixers, and four to the Heat. Mm-hmm. So all these games are close, but all these games are super high scoring. So if they can just get a couple more stops, they could definitely turn it around. I hate, um, so I just hate seeing Denny, uh, Denny. Uh, I'm gonna I'm not be able to pronounce Adija. Adija, yeah. there. Yeah, he's, just, like that, yeah. he's, he's a great player. Um, just being stuck with the Wizards, organiz- like hectic organization, is just really unfair. But you know, he's just gonna have to play through it, and uh, hopefully, we can see him get better. He's having an okay season. Um, There's only so much you can do when you have Beal and Westbrook, and you're a rookie too. So, mm-hmm. and yeah, that defense is just embarrassing. Atrocious. Um, yeah. So, what about your guys' most disappointing team from the East? Um, it's maybe a little bit unpopular because it could you can make a legitimate reason for why they should be disappointing, but I think I'm gonna go with the Bulls. Um, and I, obviously the Wizards is obviously too, but just uh, to, you know spice it up a bit. Um, and just the thing about the Bulls, it's like Zach Levine's had a great year. I think he's doing the best he can. I was really wanting to see more of a jump from Lowry Markkinen, um, because now like his rookie season, I was really high on him. Um. I could like he was, he was a great shooter and he could really stretch the floor. It was like but Dirk. He, yeah, and like he was like that's what I was kind of expecting of a somewhat Dirk build, but he hasn't really done that. And I think Jim Boylan really screwed that up for him in the confidence. But and then it was just I mean the Bulls did lose the Bulls did lose some pieces in Chris Dunn, but I just I mean what's their standing right now, Charlie? Uh, the Bulls are currently let me look at the standings. They are currently ninth, seven and eight. Oh, they won. They yeah, won three not- straight. They're not okay, playing not bad. bad. And actually, Lori, um, so looking at his points per game, he started off with 15, jumped up to 19, and then last season was easily his worst, jumping back down to 14. And then now he's at 19, um, actually really shooting oh. the ball really nicely at 49%. Excuse my, that's not me. Because um, he's more of an outside no. scorer at the four position. So I, think yeah. lose, I would just love to see them just make a jump and hopefully not lose by, what was it? The stupid amount to the uh, who, who, right. like it was like the first game, right? And you lost oh, the first Hawks. players of the yeah. Hawks, the Hawks yeah. game, like the 50 Hawks. or 40. Yeah. They had like the Hawks had like I think it was like 80 at halftime or something. If I may good. add, can I please? I would like to say this again. Um, 
the Bulls haven't played a game, just like the Pistons. They hadn't played a game since um, – uh, when did the I NBA cancel? March? Yeah. They haven't played um, a game since March, so. Neither did the Hawks. I Yeah, that's true. It's just – All right, poor, so – I guess preparation. Actually, I'm going to go with – Bulls are like a close second for me for most impressive because looking at their schedule, they've had a lot of close losses. So, they lost to the Kings by four, to the Lakers by two, Clippers by three – and then Thunder by two, and all those were in a row. And then they've won three straight since then. So, yeah, Zach Levine's dropping like forty each night. Yeah, yeah. he's had and a crazy year. Captain Kobe stats. White, Captain Kobe White, he is a great distributor. Uh, throws it to Larry. Throws it to. I love his Levine. style of play. I love how um, how quick he is down the floor. Oh, he's so race. fast. He's like uh, he looks like De'Aaron Fox at times. Yeah, bro. Um, Zach Levine's going crazy. 27 points per game. Uh, 20, 27, 6, and 5. Shooting really nicely and playing a lot of minutes. 36, mm-hmm. 36 minutes per game. All right, what about your most disappointing team from the East, Emmett? Honestly, I, I know it's super early. I was thinking about it. I almost wanted to say the Nets, but, like, it's so early. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm going to say – I'm going to say the Wizards because everyone thought they were going to be like at least the fifth seed, the fourth seed. Uh, to be fair, um, what's his name hasn't been back. Westbrook hasn't been uh, – didn't yeah. get COVID or whatever. No, he had a quad injury, but All it was right. only out for a week. So Some injury. Uh, what, is he still out? Uh, well, they haven't played because of COVID. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I forgot. Their whole like – So yeah, he's healthy since they haven't played. I have a quick question for you guys. Yes. So I was I read an article uh, sometime this week. It was about like the Wizards basically have to play like fifty something games in like seventy days or something like that, and it's almost Ooh. like Ooh. like how I'm wondering um, how are they gonna fit these postponed games because they have to play them. Like I Memphis, they postponed three games. Like, are they gonna fit that into where they have to play two games back to back with the team or? Are they going to yeah. have extended – like, they're going to wait I for the playoffs? I think they're going to do that. A month or two? I think they're going to do the back-to-backs because, you know what, Brooklyn just did Cleveland, so they played yeah. – they, they went to Cleveland on probably, like, Tuesday night, played on Wednesday night, and they stayed in Cleveland for another I game. I think that's a smart I think thing that's what do. they're going to do. So, if they that's play multiple the games in the season, that's what yeah. they're going to do. So, I'm fine with I that, think, too. So. Honestly, I, I love watching basketball games, so – I almost want them to like extend the season by a month just so the Pistons can play oh, a little bit longer. We all but, do. Um, if if that doesn't work, I don't mind watching my favorite team play back to back and then have a day off or two and then playing back to back again. I don't mind that. Yeah, Ooh. it's just a lot of stress on the players and the. Yeah, yeah I don't know stuff. how the like, I that's what I was saying. Like, I don't know how the Wizards are going to have play all these games within the time limit they say. Like, that's going to be almost like that's going to be a lot of games and mm-hmm. I don't know how much longer they're going to be out, but that's just one more game. Every time they cancel, just one more game added to that mix. So we'll see what they, what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, so, so now we're going to move on. on to the West, move on to the West real quick. Um, my most impressive team from the West is the Utah jazz. Mm. They have won seven straight. And they're currently the three seed at eleven and four, and they're only and they're only behind the two LA teams, and the LA teams have played more games than them, so um, that's pretty impressive. Um, and they've had some good wins against the Hawks, the Pelicans, and the Bucks. 
I think a a guy that should get some credit is Mike Conley. After a disappointing year last year and his first year with the team, he's definitely turned it around. He's distributing the ball better, shooting better from three, and definitely creating more turnovers on the defensive side of the ball. Um, And um, in general, Utah – yeah, Utah in general is leading uh, the league in three points, three pointers per game, uh, three pointers mm-hmm. made per game. Sorry, that's a tongue, tongue twister. Um, yeah. I think the fight for the three, four seeds in the West are definitely going to be interesting because you mm-hmm. have a team like the Jazz, um, a team that's coming back like the Nuggets and the Blazers, and um, also maybe even the Suns. So yeah. I think that will definitely be an interesting fight. So the Utah Jazz are my most impressive team from the West. What about you, Walker? Um, I went with the Suns. It's just, I mean, I think we kind of all expected the Suns to be good, but I think there's also a part of us that were like, okay, this is either going to work out really well, or it's going to be like what's been happening the past five to seven seasons. But I mean, Chris Paul's really um taken on a good role. Um, I mean, Devin Booker not being the primary ball handler really takes stress off of his shoulders, um, and lets him create a lot more. Um, it lets Devin Booker be able to do more spot ups, and I think that's what you know Suns fans needed. Uh, I think, I mean, hopefully the coaching is finally right. I just hope everything really falls in line for the Suns and uh, we can see another good contender come out the West. So uh, that's my team. How about you, Emmett? All right. I'm going to go with the Suns. I thought before the season, just like you guys, I thought they were going to be one of my um, like teams to perform well and get in like that sixth, seventh spot or really like fifth, sixth. Um, I, I really like DeAndre Ayton this season. Um, he stepped up and uh, exactly what you were saying with Chris Paul, um, Devin Booker was bringing the ball up. He was doing everything for that team last year and it was like a one man show. So um, it's nice to see again, another guy that Devin Booker can fall back on. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I think that's our Western teams and we yeah, want to go and dive into the. Wait, 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 have we done disappointing teams yet? Yeah, I was just about to say. I, um, but actually, just, I have one more thing to say about the Suns, though. Um, mm-hmm. I think you definitely have to be pretty, um, pretty satisfied for the first month because you have two ball dominant guys like Devin Booker and Chris Paul still trying to, uh, still trying to learn how to mm-hmm. play with each other, and also trying to get the ball to the number one pick, former number one pick, DeAndre Aiden. So yeah, I think this is a pretty good starting starting spot for them. If they could just keep improving, that'd be great. So um, now we're gonna move on to most disappointing teams. I'm not gonna start. I want Walker to start on this one. So who's your most disappointing team from the West? Okay. Okay. So for me. I'm probably going to have to go it's between the Nuggets and the Pelicans, but I think the Nuggets are going to be able to pick it back up. So I'm going to go with the Pelicans for this one. Um, it's just frustrating seeing having a guy like um, Zion Williamson. And we all know how good Zion Williamson can play, but if he's only playing 22 minutes per game, I mean, that's there's no reason why he should only be I mean, 22, 21, 22, 22, 22 years 22 old. Minutes. Yeah, no... I mean, you're, you're young and you're explosive. Like, you need to be playing more minutes per game because then the Pelicans need you. They can't have you not playing that much time. And then, I mean, you know, you know, Lonzo's gonna be Lonzo. Uh, he's he's been he's been proven pretty well. And you know, you have a guy like JJ Redick. It's just and Jackson Hayes. I just really want to see this Pelicans team just pick it up and just have be able to utilize Zion correctly. Cause don't forget, you know how much you know how how high was posting on that Lamelo a year ago? It was twice as much as Zion. It was all Zion. Yeah, it was um, really quick about Zion. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he forgot about it him almost felt like he played more minutes last season like it's almost like he was on the court at all times last season in mm-hmm. the second half of the season I remember when he was playing for almost 37 minutes a game some nights it's like I mean he was effective in those 37 minutes too he could get sluggish at times I mean he's he's a big guy so um I don't yeah I I agree with Walker I don't know why he's only playing 20 minutes like like playing 20 minutes that's it's nothing it's not much mm-hmm. at all it's like that's what most bench players play or like six men play it's like especially being that young too yeah i mean he he's gonna have to play he's gonna be playing 20 minutes in eight years in his future because he's gonna get injured so much i think because he's mm-hmm. like big big um, um so to play yeah. him play him while he's gonna be good and healealthy i think I agree. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's no excuse for a team like this with that much talent to be 13th in the West, five and nine. Um, I think the biggest issues are definitely defense, uh, the defense because they're 24th in defensive efficiency. Um, and when you have a starting lineup, I'm going to read off the starting lineup, and these are all good defenders: uh, Lonzo, lockdown; mm-hmm. Bledsoe, lockdown, lockdown. kind of. Um, Brandon Brandon Ingram is okay at defense. He's all right. Um, mm-hmm. Zion, good defender, and Steven Adams is a good defender. So there's no reason why this team should be 24th in defensive efficiency. And also, mm-hmm. the other issue that's pretty glaring looking at their starting lineup is the three-pointers. Um, Lonzo, Lonzo can't shoot. Bledsoe can't shoot. <laughs> Brandon Ingram can, can, can shoot a decent yeah. Zion can't yeah. shoot. Zion Steven Adams can't, can't shoot. shoot. Yeah, so you have one guy. Oh, yeah, one guy out of the starting lineup that can shoot. So, um, yeah, and they all – I mean – yeah, I think the biggest positive is definitely I mean, Zion in his limited minutes is putting up 24 and 8 in 22 minutes is pretty nice. Yeah. But as uh, Walker said, there's no excuse for him playing 20 minutes. He needs to be 29, 31, 33 every mm-hmm. game. Like John Moran. I mean, it's just like, yeah, you, you put this team, I feel like I you, put this team in a order, you put this team in an older era. I think this team is going to do so well. Oh, my gosh. Like that's a big what if. But you have like, Steven Adams and Zion, like, think about how strong and big those guys are. And, like, you have, I mean, just great defenders on the court. It's just, I mean, if this team was playing, like, the 90s or early 2000s, I mean, just, like, running through, like, you know, first you run you run through Zion's screen, you're like, dang, that was tough. And you have, like, Steven Adams. But, yeah. And then you have, like, a um, super slim, like, a like the junior, uh, Slim Reaper Jr., Kevin Durant Jr. there with Brandon Ingram. Yeah. He kind of fits, like, um, almost like a Julius Irving type of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they would definitely would have been good. I mean, very, very type of, very type. I mean, type of. I mean, he has similar play style yeah. with Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant has been compared to Julius Irving and George Gervin, uh, guys yeah. like that. Good for good for Brendan Ingram though. He he's having a great yeah, year. He struggled. He struggled to find a role in the Lakers offense just because of there was a lot of good talent. But um, mm-hmm. I I think uh, he's really carved out his role and uh, people. People started losing down on him um, when he was traded. People were like, because people were comparing him, remember, to uh, Kevin Durant when he was drafted. Yeah, that's so. That's, um, that's a lot. I mean, it was a it was a big comparison, but um, I don't. How much is he averaging now? He's playing amazingly uh, as an offensive. He's their offensive star. Uh, yeah, I like yeah. him more than Zion easily. Oh, me too. I'm not a huge yeah, fan. I would he's rather take yeah. I mean, Zion's fun to watch too. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. Brandon Ingram, he can spot up shoot. I mean, he's like their only 
guy that I really trust picking a three-point shot, hitting it. So, yeah, I think that's about it for um, the disappointing teams. So now we're going to move on to the NFL. So we're going to talk about the new NFL head coaching hires around the league. So first we're going to go with Arthur Smith, who was the offensive coordinator to the, for the Titans. He's now going to the Falcons. So Walker, what do you think about this hire? Um, I'm, I'm really happy with this hire, to be honest. Um, I think he's done a lot of good stuff with the Titans. Um, uh, not just running wise, but even passing wise in some aspects of it. Uh, when you, when you do have Ryan can help quarterback. And I think Matt Ryan is, can be a upgrade um, along with having more weapons on offense, Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. But uh, yeah, I really like this hire. I like how the Falcons are really just tearing it down and we're going to rebuild it right back up. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't have too much to say. I'm not going to lie. It's like I watch a lot of Titans games, but um, yeah, I think <laughs> no offense to the Titans fans, but I really like this hire. He just seems like really ready to work and he really seems to like just like Atlanta. So um Arthur Smith, Atlanta's happy to have you. Um, we're definitely ready to get back to the Super Bowl. Not the lead. Not I'd like to add Playoffs. something like about years. Arthur. Like five years. Yeah. Let me talk about Arthur really fast. I wouldn't be With surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if you see him go after kind of a power back and really implement yeah. his power running with Derrick Henry and mm-hmm. use that insane like that. That passing offense was extremely underrated. Um, they, when they got the play oh, action definitely. stuff rolling after Derrick Henry was rolling, Falcons get some big runs with their bruiser halfback and um, run that play action with, well, not Todd Gurley. But, I'm, I'm joking. Yeah. Maybe they go after someone like Najee <laughs> yeah, Harris in the I, draft. I thinking, then? Yeah, I was thinking almost like a mm-hmm. uh, young rookie Najee back. Harris. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Out of Alabama. Yeah. But when they get that play action rolling with Julio Jones and um, – Kevin, Kevin Ridley, Ridley, it's gonna be. Uh, I think it's gonna be amazing. And Hayden Hurst, the tight end too. I mean, yeah, he's been a good oh, tight end. Yeah, he's, he's nice. Yeah, they're yeah. gonna have weapons on there. All right, so now we're gonna get to uh, Emmett's new favorite head coach in Detroit, Dan Campbell, who was a Saints assistant. Yep, and now he's the head coach for the Lions. So Emmett, what do you think about so, this new hire for uh, the Lions? It it was hard not to um, smile the whole time watching that interview. Uh, I, or the press conference, it was amazing listening to him talk. He has so much power and energy and, Mm -hmm. uh, this Detroit team really needs a, really needs a leader in the locker room. And, uh, Matt Patricia was not a leader at all in the locker room. Um, he used to shame his players and, um, yeah, just not a good coach. Um, like he played tight end for the lions in the own 16 Mm -hmm. season. And, uh, I really, uh, I really think he learned a lot about the city while he was here. He's talking about that. And, um, I'm really excited because, uh, we also got Brad Holmes, our new GM. He was a part of, uh, he drafted Jared Goff and Aaron Donald. And, uh, we know how they play. I mean, Jared mm-hmm. Goff isn't as good, obviously, but, um, we know how Aaron Donald plays mm-hmm. and, um, they, they know each other. They already know each other, and it yeah. looks like they already have chemistry. Uh, if I may add one more thing, um, like I, I am so excited for this hire. Uh, he was talking about the mentality he wants to bring to the city. It almost seems like he wants to bring the bad boy Pistons to the Lions, almost. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they became one of the dirtier teams in the NFL. And I don't mind that. He's taking on the culture of the city, and I – 
I really do like that. So I'm very excited. And um, I know they're going to work their hearts out every game, no matter what our record is. So okay. good hire for me. And he was very, he got no other jobs. So that was, um, I, I really didn't like this hire until I watched the press conference. And then it really showed me why Miss um, Ford had such trust in him. So I like the hire and um, I hope it works out well. All right. Uh, good for you, Emmett. I'm I'm happy for you as yeah. a, as a as a Steelers fan. I don't even know why I'm saying I'm a Steelers fan, but you know. All right, next one, Robert Sala to uh, the Jets. He's a 49 or former 49ers defensive coordinator. I personally think this is a good hire. 49ers have had a pretty good defense the last couple of years, and um, he's he's a younger coach, I think. So um. I think the Jets. I think the Jets made the right move with this one. So, and I think that's actually a pretty interesting head coaching job with the Jets. You have a guy like Sam mm-hmm. Darnold and a top pick. So, yeah, I think that's a pretty decent decent hire. So, what do you think about this hire, Walker? Uh, yeah, I like the hire. Um, and we'll talk. We'll get to him in a second. I really would have preferred the Jets to try to make an offer for the chief of the coordinator. Um, I would have loved to see him work with. Uh, you know, Justin Fields or whatever quarterback they end up taking. Um, I'm, sure it'll be, I'm sure it'll be Justin Fields. Yeah. But Ugh. I mean, other than that, I think it's just, it's going to be really interesting to see. I think this is going to pan out pretty well. Like how, um, or, you know, Shanahan panned out, uh, but you know, we'll see. Um, I would maybe like to see them go after an offensive coordinator instead of a defensive one, but you know, it's just one of the trade-offs. What can you do about it? I, I think, think it's, it's pretty good. safe. I, I think he's a, yeah, safe, a safe choice. choice. Yeah, 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 he's a very safe choice. I think this – the reason I like this so much is because the uh, their only, like, star talent at all really is on the defense. Uh, if they had gotten an offensive coordinator, it would have made sense. They have Makai Becton, and uh, he's going to be a good lineman. Um, I get why they went defensive coordinator because uh, – I mean, their defense, it was underrated last season. They have some keys on the defensive side. People actually thought the Jets were going to be good. So, um, yeah, I, I think uh, yeah, it didn't turn out well. But I think um, Robert Sala, he yeah, he is young. And um, hopefully he, exactly what Walker said, brings like the Shanahan menti- mentality to uh, New York. All right. Uh, now we're going to go with our last team over the head coaches. We're going to go with the Chargers, who hired Rams defensive coordinator Brandon Staley. I think this is a really good hire. Uh, obviously, I would like them to go with Eric Blenemy. I know that's the, always the guy that we're talking about, the Chiefs offensive coordinator. But because you have a guy like Justin Herbert, I would like to see him paired with the offensive-minded coach. But the Rams defense was one of the best, if, if not the best, in the league this year. Mm-hmm. And I think this was a really good hire for the LA Chargers. So, uh, what do you think about this um, this hire, guys? I mean, go ahead. I mean, I'm not gonna lie here. I don't know much about him, mm-hmm. but uh, anyone that can help out Justin Herbert and teach him along the path to being a good NFL quarterback is a good coaching hire for them. And um, I'm sure everything's gonna work out with such a young team. Um, I hope it works out. Be really disappointing if this rebuild went south because it's looking good right now. Um, they were competitive all last year. Almost all their games 
were within a touchdown. They and were they never really mind. blown out. And you keep in mind, they lost Austin Eckler right at the beginning of the season, too. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, they had uh, – what's his you know, name My playing? fantasy team, too. Flat of the year. I had Saquon, Jackson. too. Justin Jackson got a lot of playing time. Yeah, they had uh, Justin Jackson and uh, Balage when he was injured. Um, yeah. They had a lot of running back injuries. Yeah, don't forget about this charge. This is a good charge yeah, team. They just need healthy players. And I agree. Coaching. Oh, should we talk about Urban Myers? No, we already uh, talked no, about we, that. We, we already covered that. that. We already did cover that. Um, so Eric Blenemy was not hired for a head coaching job in the NFL. So I was very confused by that because he seemed like the front runner for almost every team. He still could be hired by the Texans because I do not believe that they've hired a coach yet. But um, what do you guys think about Eric Blenheim not getting a job? I just think it has to be his interviews because I don't see any other reason why he's not been hired yet. I mean, he, he interviewed yeah, like with every team almost. Yeah, it's like crazy. I mean, he must have just been done poorly in interviews or maybe got bad recommendations. I don't really know. It's just it's kind of mind boggling to me. Emmett? Maybe he had a bad relationship with someone in the Chiefs organization to where they talked mm-hmm. bad about him and how he Remember did one on the day. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, just watching the Chiefs offense, it, it just shows how good they are. Um, I, he might not be able to um, do the same thing that they got going well, it, with, yeah, it would with be Sartell if he joins, but it would be interesting. Yeah, yeah exactly. What kind of offense he would It'd be interesting to see him without Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. And, um, all You'll really weapons. see who the um, – like good, when, Matt Patricia, when Matt Patricia was with the Patriots, he had one of the best defenses. Like, mm-hmm. He had the personnel. Almost of all time yeah. in NFL defensive-wise. He had the personnel. He had good coaches around him. He had amazing players. He had Stephon Gilmore. Uh, it's just ridiculous how, um, I guess – I, we don't know if he would be a good head coach also. Like, yeah. it's, I, I, I'll say it again, like Matt Patricia. Everyone came in saying this was one of the best hires. I thought it was a good hire too. I mean, watching the Patriots defense for years was it – was, it was insane what they yeah. were doing defensively. But uh, it really – I guess it – I honestly think it has uh, – coaching has to do more with uh, – coaching can be big, like – you have a team with a lot of good players and you don't coach them right, they can be a bad team. But yeah. if you have um, bad players and a really good coach, um, they can be good. So And and ironically, uh, Matt Patricia is heading back to uh, New England. So. Is he really? He's coming home. Wow. Yeah, he's kidding. joining the um, – I heard – he's joining – he's not being – he's not, obviously not the coordinator, but he's. I think he's just helping out on defense is what I heard. But He'll I probably be like an assistant coach. Remember, so let me fact check. Yeah, so, I, I actually want to know about that. Yep, he's returning the Patriots to assist the coaching staff. Gotcha. Well, he'll never be a head coach again, I don't think, in his career. Probably not. But yeah. well, he time. might be, you know, he might be the defensive coordinator again one day. We'll see. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to move on to a new signing that would happen this weekend – or this week, excuse me. Dwayne Haskins got uh, signed by the Steelers. And as a Steelers fan, I was actually pretty happy with this. Um, he's actually one of my favorite college players. Um, going into the draft, I thought he was going to go top 10. Obviously, he fell to 15. But um, I was pretty pleased with the signing. I think it's a really safe signing. It's low risk, high reward. Because if it doesn't work out, 
you dump one million. But mm-hmm. um, and if it does work out, you have a franchise quarterback for the next ten years or even more. Hopefully. So um, yeah, ho- yeah, um, and a replacement for Big Ben. That and he plays a lot like Big Ben in my opinion. Mm-hmm. He's he's kind of a gunslinger almost. Um, he can't move too much. I mean, if he needs to, he can, but he doesn't really do that much. But um, yeah, I, I like that. It's not too hard to be better than Big Ben at uh, getting out of the pocket at, at running. Yeah, uh, yeah. It takes Big Ben so long just to start moving. He has to right. wind up, and then she starts moving. So, um, yeah, yeah he's some good uh, acceleration to him. Has yeah, to, especially yeah, in college. definitely. Yeah, especially in college, he could definitely pull it if he needed to. Um, and I really hope that Mike Tomlin can teach him how to be respectful on and off the field because, yeah. um, looking back at the Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell situation, you saw as soon as Antonio Brown left Pittsburgh all the antics started becoming public, but it was pretty crazy to me that Mike, Mike Tomlin was able to suppress that in the Le'Veon Bell situation with Ben Rossberger, mm-hmm. all their relations together. It was pretty crazy. So I hope that maybe Mike Tomlin can uh, help reform Dwayne Haskins as a person and a player. So I think yeah. it was a pretty good signing. Yeah. I so, agree. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not going to say anything just high, like you said, uh, high ceiling and just low floor. So, I mean, Get hired. Um, we're going to move um, on to our reactions to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. And I want you to start. You picked um, the Los Angeles Rams to beat the Green Bay Packers. And mm-hmm. um, that didn't really work out, did it? No, it did not. <laughs> Can I elaborate? Yeah, I thought this was going to be a better matchup, honestly. I thought, I thought this was going to be one of the better games of the year. It really wasn't, if I'm being honest. Uh, I was I was very excited for that game. Um, I, I'm gonna add. I'm gonna say it again. Um, I may or may not be a little bit biased against the Packers, mm-hmm. and um, it's hard to pick them to win. But uh, they are Super Bowl contenders. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they have one of the highest chances to win the Super Bowl this year, actually, by. Um, uh, NFL simulators, stuff like that. So, I don't know. Um, me as a Lions fan, I don't want them to win, but they're a good team, so they probably will. Yeah. Um, a little disappointed at the defense. Um, really, Jalen Ramsey kind of looked silly out there against Devontae Adams. I think he looked I, pretty good. I thought – I mean, he got he got 60 yards a few times. No, but 60 yards against the best wide receiver in the NFL, arguably the best wide receiver in the NFL. And that touchdown, that was just miscommunication. Now, and yeah, not even miscommunication. That was a great play call, in my opinion. Great, great call. Too, yeah. yeah, great route, yeah. great play call. I think, and also, Aaron he ran Donald there wasn't fast. playing the whole game. Aaron Donald wasn't playing the whole game either. Um, but also, I mean, when you lose by how much you lost by, then. How I don't much think Jared you... Goff was 100% either. No. If I'm Aaron... being honest with you, there's no way. Hey, yeah, and like I said the podcast before, I said the podcast before. I said if Aaron, if Aaron Rodgers doesn't get a lot of pressure, he's got they're gonna win the football game and gets And you were right. I, I, he didn't yeah. get sacked once, right? He didn't get sacked. I once. don't think I mean, so. Um, um, yeah, I mean, you put Aaron Rodgers as a, a great quarterback, arguably the best, most talented of all time. Yeah, I agree. So, um, yeah, I yeah. predicted. Uh, I predicted at least three sacks by the defense, and that's I not even a crazy two prediction sacks alone. Yeah. No, it's not. This yeah. defense, yeah. like. We've seen them get like five. You would, sacks in fact, you would, you would expect them to get almost more than three because I mean, yeah, 
They're the number one defense. Like five. Maybe. I mean, um, and they they lost. Uh, Bakhtiari. Bakhtiari. Yes, oh my god. That guy for the Packers. I think he was the David Bakhtiari, and he's the left tackle. Yes. He, yeah, 97. Tackle. 97. 97. 77. Regardless, I mean, he came in and he played his role so well. Being a rookie. And he got injured, yeah. I don't think yeah, David Bakhtiari is, in, is a rookie. I'm not really sure. He's uh, not a rookie. He is a oh, veteran. I'm maybe thinking of someone else. You're thinking of someone else. Um, keep, keep talking. Keep talking. For so sure. we're going to move on to the Buccaneers game. And this was this looks like it was Drew Brees' last game in the NFL, oh, which I'm not too sad about it, but um, I do respect <laughs> him. Um, but for me, um, I think it was uh, Tom Brady even kind of struggled, but I mean, not even that bad. Uh, usually against the Saints this year, he thrown multiple picks and just could not complete a pass. But I mean. Through two two touchdowns, no interceptions, but you definitely want to see that completion to um, attempt ratio better. It's eighteen for thirty three, and that's yeah. not not very good. This team looked better this season with Taysom Hill at QB. Uh, I like Taysom Hill at QB more than Drew Brees. Taysom Hill has a better arm, not as accurate, but a bigger arm for sure. Drew Brees is just getting old, and, and Taysom can run. And, and James, Drew Brees though. is almost never been able to throw he's never had a cannon but he's always been very yeah. accurate and he's been accurate this season but his throwing power is is a 65 so, on madden it's <laughs> it's like uh it's, it's like my level throwing power like i remember mm-hmm. um i just remember watching those i remember a few years ago monday night football thursday night football him just breaking nfl records and it was just just cool to see, especially in New Orleans with all the fans there. And just – it was fun to watch Drew Brees a few years ago. I mean, he's one of my favorite uh, primetime QBs to watch. It's fun to watch. He's broken he's broken records on Monday Night Football. So, um, I'm going to miss him in that aspect. But um, I, I don't think the Saints would want to – like, if he didn't retire – the Saints would almost have to keep him because they want him to stay with them for the rest of his career. But I, I don't think they would really want him to be a starting QB because they they could they looked they were they struggled. They have an awful game. cap situation. I mean, awful yeah. cap situation. Oh, yeah, people are predicting them to go 0 16 because of their cap. Uh, it's no, so bad. If you have Camara, it's no, not. You're not going 0 16. I I'm just saying they're they have to sign like guys to minimal ridiculously minimal low yeah. like yeah they're gonna have guys like no free agent would want to sign with them like any viable free agent would want to sign with them because they're getting the lowest contract in the nfl they're gonna have to almost really fill their roster with guys that haven't yeah. played in years I, guys that squad practice yet yeah, part of their team is going to consist of practice squad, squad players yeah. They probably won't go on 16 year right with Kamara. I didn't think about I, it like I that. Very much but it. I not make it playoffs. Practice squad players. Yeah. They're not gonna win more than five games. I'll say that. Um, it, but we'll see. If they can fix up if they can fix the cap, uh, they'll be good again. Well, I don't, I don't know if they'll they make can the fix, playoffs. They'll, they'll take a couple yeah. years to fix it. Yeah. That's uh, true. I'm not, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm not even tripping about Drew Brees retiring. Like I'm, I'm gonna be honest here. Yeah. I don't. I, I mean, you're a Falcons fan. fan. It is what fair. it is. Yeah. Yeah. I have no. I have no. It, it really didn't hurt as much as like Andrew Luck or um 
you know, yeah. other, other, other guys. It's going to be anyway. – um, I know I complain about Stafford a lot, but I think it will be tough when he retires. It will be kind yeah. of sad. Oh, yeah. All right, we're going to move on to the to the uh, Ravens-Bills game. I have – I don't think we any of us have much to say about this game. It was actually pretty boring. Um, yeah. I don't think so. It, it got close at the end. It got close. Not Just really. Tyler Huntley sold the game, kind of. Baltimore had three points the whole game. Uh, yeah, right, so yeah, we're, we're just gonna keep on going. I think that's really impressive for Bills defense. But um, yeah, shout out Josh we're gonna go Allen. On. Yeah, shout out Josh Allen. Uh, Josh Allen. We're gonna move on to the Chiefs Browns game. This game was very close. Mm. I really thought after Patrick went out, I'm like, wow, the Browns are going back. Or not going back, and, but and, going to the Andy AFC Reed Championship. The, Andy Reid has the. It's like man mastermind. Mastermind. Who do they play this week? The Bills. Yeah, I almost think even if I know Patrick Mahomes just got Patrick Mahomes cleared. just got uh, cleared, cleared, but yeah. I'm almost I'm still keeping in a close game even if Chad Henney's playing. I know he's I'm a backup. Kidding. I know he hasn't played, but Chad Henney, I mean, um, he has he's... a big arm and he can sling it to Tyree Kill if he needs to. Um, he didn't play bad at all. I mean, did you see that? Run like I've never seen any to the, any to the interception he had. Yeah, the the awful interception where yeah, he threw it eighty I, yards. Or all right, we're just I, gonna. I was surprised he could go that far. Yeah, me, I was. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't. I mean, I'm just really disappointed in the Browns. I I hate the Browns, but I was. I thought they were gonna win. Right after Patrick Mahomes went out, I'm like, yep, it's done. It's done. They, they just didn't take advantage of opportunities they had, turnovers they had. Like, I'm thinking exactly. they scored on that interception. So, I mean, which is, there's no that. reason yeah. why you shouldn't. Um, so, now we're going to move on to the conference championship games. Um, so, Emmett, I want you, what is your pick for the Buccaneers versus Packers game? Who are you taking and why? Buccaneers. Buccaneers. Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. Tom Brady. Too many wep- Too many wide receiver weapons. Tom Brady. I know, but they still have Chris Godwin or whatever. Well, Chris Godwin will probably play on uh, Mike Evans. All right, Mike Evans will not be played on by Jair. I don't think. Uh, I mean, Jair's too Godwin's been so amazing this season, and uh, uh, what's his name? Shoot, I just said his name. Darnell Savage. Uh, no, is I, it him? He's good too. Or is he the he's safety? I'm saying. Um, shoot. Yeah, I think he's Mike Evans. Sorry, I just lost yeah. words. Oh. Mike Evans. Um, He's had kind of a disappointing season. Uh, He's been kind of injured. Thought he was gonna... Yeah, he he, deal, he dealt with uh, injuries through the better half of the season. So, uh, he's been playing better in the playoffs, too. So, I think – I honestly think Mike Evans will have a big game because Jair will play on Godwin for sure. So, I still think if Tom Brady has time in the pocket – he'll win the playoff game. I mean, it's kind of like what you said against the Packers when you give Tom Brady time. But you could say that against uh, the opposition. Uh, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers has time. He'll throw for days, too. Against he'll probably one of the best 40. defenses. Yeah, saying. to be fair, the, I Tampa. think the Buccaneers have a top five defense. So. Oh, me too. Yeah, top five. Them, Rams, them, Rams, Steelers, Packers probably. Think- Maybe Packers. Bills. I think it's going to be a close. I think here's the thing. I think either the Packers are going to get blown out, or it's going to be or a close get, game. Yeah, I think it's either Packers lose by 
14 or more or Packers or Packers or Packers win by six or three or six or something like that. I mean, that's not like Packers fashion to ever lose by. They lost, but they lost by 28 to the Buccaneers earlier. Yes, you're right. I remember this game. I remember clowning on Aaron Rodgers for like a week because of this game. Yeah, I know. I was in the, I was in the parties with you, bro. It's not typical gold uh, uh, green Bay fashion <laughs> but i don't think aaron Rodgers was expecting to get pressured that much in the corners to be so well he needs to, he needs to be he needs to be ready i, I mean I think it's, he they'll have a better game plan i mean they're they better i'm sure I, i'm thing, almost like, certain they will they got to get aaron hurt, jones involved um, for sure it's gonna hurt wait oh, there you go it's you're like, lagging a little bit you know the packers oh. like nah, tom brady is Sorry, no, no, you're you're just lagging a little bit. Keep on going. And also, like taking into account the snow too, like okay, but like um, in the funny thing, even if it does snow, it's not gonna phase Tom Brady as much. Not it's at gonna all. Be, no, it's gonna be it's gonna be freezing, snow. bro. It's he's gonna be so cold. He's played so many. Tom yeah. Brady's played so many snow no, no, games. No, I'm not. I'm not games. worried about. I'm not worried about Tom. I'm worried about Mike Evans, who has spent his whole career in Tampa. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Chris God. <laughs> I worry about all of the players that have only been on the Buccaneers. I'm, yeah, I'm worried about it's gonna be. It's gonna it's gonna snow tomorrow. Oh, it's no, gonna like be. Morning. It's gonna it's be, be interesting like to see uh, Tristan Wirfs, their rookie uh, right tackle. I wonder how he's gonna do in the snow. Well, at least in twenty degree weather. So yeah, it's gonna be. It's, yeah. Yeah. It, even if it doesn't snow, uh, it's gonna be so cold to where those Florida guys are gonna be cold. Boys. So yeah, it looks like it's. To... I mean, I'm looking at the weather right now, bro. It's it's. Yeah, it feels cold. like twelve. Right now that I think right about now. it, Tristan Wirfs did play in Iowa, so it does get kind of yeah, Wisconsin's so, northern, yeah. more northern than Iowa. Yeah, we'll though. we'll see. Um, obviously, it's more northern. But and still, by the way, the spread—we're going to do uh, picks by spread real quick. Oh, yeah, All I right. want to hear the spread. Packers favored by three and a half. I'm taking really. I'm taking Packers by really four. Packers by four. Okay. Damn it. I'll go. Um, Buccaneers on a winning field goal. So I'll, I'll go uh, Buccaneers man, by like really two. Tough. I'll go Buccaneers by two. Game I really want to be so close. I really want to see Tom. I really want to see Aaron Rodgers win, beat Tom Brady, and take away a ring from Tom Brady. Because yes, me too. I think. Uh, right, I'm gonna go Packers by five. Five. All right, me and, me and Walker are almost identical, so there you go. Yeah. I, I said Packers by four. He said Packers by five. So I get that, though. All right. Yeah. Now we're going to move on last, to the Bills versus days. Chiefs. Bills. Yeah, last thing. Uh, Chiefs versus Bills. Chiefs are favored by three and a half. Um, mm. It's going to be 20 degrees there, so it's going to be cold, too. Um, no snow. Cold. But they're both used to it, So as, as Walker yeah. just said. So. Yeah, Kansas City gets cold, so – um, uh, Kansas City has a couple guys that are questionable, but um, Brashad Breeland is gonna play. Um, not sure about Cl- okay. uh, Clyde Edwards Alaire, not sure Hopefully. about Le'Veon Bell, not sure about Sammy Watkins yet. So, um, we still we're still don't know whether who's gonna play, but with um, with Buffalo, they only have two injuries, but they're both questionable. So, yeah, who uh, who um, do you think's gonna who do you think's gonna pull it out, Walker? Who do you think? Ah, uh, man, let me just first say, like. I really hope Mahomes is actually okay and not just rushing him out there. Yeah, yeah I think how, he is rushing people himself forget out there. how dangerous concussions are. And, like, we like to think of, like, football players as invincible. But two concussions, like, two They're concussions human. within a 
a week, short week, period of time. They they put like so much. And Look at Antonio it. Brown. But I mean, I, 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 besides that, if Patrick Mahomes is, yeah, yeah, that's why. Yeah, the if, CTE if is, could Mahomes be a result. Like, genuinely okay. No, Pac- yeah, but um, you know, I, I don't want to see everyone's Patrick legitimately Mahomes. okay. I think I think the Chiefs are just too good. I don't want to see Patrick Mahomes uh, throwing bikes at cameras and uh, going crazy. And then we'll have to cut <laughs> yeah. him and trade him yeah, and all that stuff. Uh, the spread uh, is Chiefs three by three. Which spread? Both, both games are three and a half. Okay, Chiefs yeah, by three and a half. That's crazy. Really, both by okay, three and a half. I'll take that. Makes sense. I'll take that too. I'll do Chiefs by um. I'll do Chiefs by three. I agree. Chiefs by three. All right. What about you, Emmett? Who are you taking? Chiefs. Yeah. I want to say Chiefs by five. Uh, I I really like the this Buffalo team. Um, I've watched all their primetime games so far this year. I think um, they're really good, but. I, I don't want to say it. I think I think in some ways they're a little overrated, just a little bit, because people are out here saying they think they're going to win the Super Bowl. I, I get that. I see that. But, like, I don't think they could beat a Green Bay Packers, really. I don't think they could also beat the Chiefs right now. I think they could next year if they just add maybe a few more pieces. But uh, I think they're so close to that Super Bowl level, but I don't think they're there yet. I'm gonna go Chiefs by five, but I hope the Bills. Uh, I hope the Bills can. Uh, I mean, be one of those Super Bowl contenders for the next year. So it'd be fun to watch Buffalo get their first Super Bowl and win a few more with Josh Allen. So I hope mm, they try. are successful. I'm taking Buffalo. What are we I'm taking Buffalo. Okay, give me him. Josh Thank Allen. Uh, my score that. prediction is 31 to 25. 31-25 Buffalo. That'd be give a fun me, game. Give me it. I, I just hope Patrick Mahomes doesn't get injured or take another yeah, big hit because sure. it's he was almost like they were concerned for him. Like they thought he was going to be like the day before he was going to be cleared. Him getting cleared on Thursday, yeah, I I see it, but like mm-hmm. it almost scares me a little more. Yeah. I feel like he they rush through the steps. You already know Kansas City rushed through the steps. Usually mm-hmm. these steps take. DeAndre Swift took two and a half weeks to finish his concussion. Sometimes protocol. even longer. But, like, to be fair, the Lions didn't need to rush him back. We don't need to get DeAndre Swift injured. And they, if we were playing a playoff game, DeAndre Swift would play. Yeah. But I, I just think it, Petro Palms needs to play. He knows he needs to play. I, if he's not ready, though, like, he could uh, really injure his career. Like, that could really set him back if he gets another concussion, hurts his head again. Yeah, and uh, or even just gets injured. He he's been kind of injury prone the past few two yeah. seasons. Past and seasons. even so. uh, Brett Favre told TMZ Sports like, "Don't rush back." And you know anything about Brett Favre? Never. You know he's the, probably the toughest. Yeah, he used to always rush. I forgot how many games he played back to back. It's ridiculous mm-hmm. how many uh, games he played. I, I'm gonna say this though: um, if it was a regular season game. Patrick they, Mahomes would not. still rush himself back. It makes no sense. Yeah, but I mean, he would still try. I, I get there. You want to be for your team, but at the same time, I think it's kind of selfish. Stafford was doing this this year too. Um, he was playing with these terrible injuries, and he was looking so bad that they would bench him. Like, why come back when you're going to be a shell of yourself and play terrible when the backup could I mean, almost play better? I think, I'm not uh, saying Patrick Mahomes. I'm, is I think. Play I bad. mean, it is I'm different. Saying, I think Mahomes can still. If, Mahomes, but it's if, just, if it's the playoffs, a quarterback will always play. I'm going to say that. Yeah, I, I, mean, I think they will yeah. always play. And 
I know Brett Favre said this and that, but like Patrick Mahomes, he's always going to play in a playoff game. I never, I I don't think he'll ever miss a playoff game. He rolls his ankle. He'll, he'll put a brace on and he'll play. So yeah, I I Um, really hope he doesn't get a serious injury though. That would really suck. So. Yeah. So I think that's, uh, that's the episode. Yeah. I think that's it. Uh, So thanks for for listening to the podcast. I'm going to cut Charlie off. Uh, I I cut him off too. Um, Next week, we'll, uh, we'll hopefully some more stuff happens in sports, and we'll probably do a little bit of CFB. Always. Ooh. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys. This has Have been the Podcast. Bye. Yep. Yep. Later. Bye.